you know, if you know that, hey, I really want to tell my story, but I'm, I'm a little scared because, you know, what do people think about me? But that's the good chaos. Like, yeah, that's okay. You can have that sense of nervousness or, or fear, but you know this is the right thing to do for the right reason. So you want to invite that chaos in and then push past that panic point so it opens up a whole new world for you. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky, I'm your host, and I'd just like to say, as always, thank you so very much for your warm uh, and wonderful feedback. It's just amazing. So knowing that it's making a difference to you is making all the difference. Now on today's show, I'm with the wonderful Jyothi Dugar. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here today. <laughs> yes, it's wonderful to, hear, uh, to have you here. Now, I was looking through your bio. You have a rich background, uh, and we're going to be talking about all of those things. Uh, but before we do that, it's customary for us, uh, Jyothi, to uh, learn a little bit, a little bit more about you. Things like where you're located and what you like to do uh, in your pastimes. Uh, sure. So I'm in uh, Great Falls, Virginia, which is a wonderful uh, area to be in. It's kind of an oasis uh, in the middle of a city. Uh, we're only about half an hour from D.C., but um, there's about 30 acres of just beautiful um, woodlands and trees and kind of like you, you feel like you're living in the middle of a, of a jungle, <laughs> wonderful. which is uh, which is great. It's just, you know, Mother Nature. Um, <clears throat> I do a lot of things for my pastimes, uh, kind of a jack of all trades, I guess a master of none. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic, yep. Um, but I am a professional dancer, I have a dance company, and I teach young kids as well as adults um, just how to express themselves using the power of dance and the performing arts, um, and I combine different uh, um, uh, Indian as well as uh, American um, uh movements and and music together we actually perform at uh, nba and wnba halftime shows when mm -hmm. they used to exist <laughs> yeah wow so uh, um, in terms of the t the style of dance you know movement of the body is very can be very powerful and combine it with music how do you feel when you dance oh that's that is my go-to i've been dancing since i was three years old and that was kind of my safe space where I can really express myself um, and, and just really be free and open and, and just embody the, the, how I feel um, into movement, which so I, I love it. I still, you know, I still resort to it when, you know, when I need to kind of just let loose and, and just express myself in, in, uh, in a mature dance. way. Yes, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you very much for sharing. Now, um, as I've mentioned, you have a lot of different experiences. In actual fact, you're at the top of the tree for as a female cybersecurity executive. I was wondering if we could learn a little bit more about, I guess, uh, that side of your life. Yeah, yeah. So I do believe that um, you know everyone has an analytical side and a creative side, and sometimes you just have to find a way to merge them together. Um, so my creative side is through the art of dance as well as um, holistic wellness, which I know we'll get to a little bit. Yes. Um, but my analytical side is through cybersecurity, um, and I think everything in life happens to you for a reason. So when, when I get asked this question, like, how did you get into it? Um, I actually 
wasn't planning to get into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just kind of happened. Um, I was an electrical engineering major in college, but um, really didn't do anything with that. Um, I traveled the world for about five years doing consulting work um, for Ernst & Young, which is just the best years of my life. Um, and then um, I worked about 15 years in um, Department of Defense, and while I was there, one of my previous bosses had told me about, um, hey, there's this new field called cybersecurity, or it wasn't even called cyber back then. It was called like, information assurance. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 you know, I looked into it, took a couple of certifications, and I really wasn't sure when I did some research. It seemed very male-dominated. Yes. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, it, it kind of still is, but... Um, too late now because uh, I, you know, 20 years later, I, I, I kind of stuck with it and just, um, you know, went up the ladder. Um, I started with ethical hacking because it just seemed really fascinating to me how easy it is to, um, you know, really uh, get a hold of some, yeah, hacking and yep. uh, I mean, ethical hacking. You know, I, I used to uh, practice on um, my my fiance's computer and I'm like oh my gosh like you have the same password for every every little thing <laughs> luckily I didn't scare him off because now he's my husband but <laughs> fantastic yeah well there's a there's a right way in life and a wrong way of life and uh, you know you, you talk a lot about uh, of which we'll uh, go into later about Reiki and you know life and balance and um, but interestingly for me is that you've had quite a struggle uh, in your own life and we're going to be taking a deep dive into that but I want to talk about finding a balance between uh, you know you know your push to help women become empowered and um, you know more present in every aspect of life I was wondering if you can share a little bit about your perspectives on that Sure. Um, and I was an Indian American um, uh, immigrant to this mm -hmm. country, and you know, uh, part of it is being an only child, but the other part is just having um, really strict parents, and um, that's great in a way, keeps you focused and directed, and um, you accomplish a lot. But it also it um, it almost makes you just too. Um, uh, how do I put it? it? It just creates all kinds of uh, subconscious blocks and fears mm. that, and just um, perceived limitations of yourself. So yeah. it really took me several years. I'm, I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm actually still working through this where um, you really allow yourself, you actually find who you are, um, your authentic self and bring that back. Um, Cause you've gotten so far away from your authentic self. Um, you know, uh, so even after, as I was uh, moving my way up in, in my cyber career, but also just um, finding my voice, um, again, what I started noticing was, um, you know, the, the more I took chances and just put myself out there, the more um, other people saw that and um, really got inspired by it. So they started doing the same thing. So I, I found myself just creating this ripple effect. Um, and the more I saw that, the more just um, encouraged, I, I felt encouraged to just keep going along that route. Um, and I, I do share publicly, you know, I, I'm very transparent with um, everything in my life. And, mm -hmm. I, and I feel that, you know, the more vulnerable, um, the more vulnerability you show um, to others, the more it opens them up and you really can bond at that uh that that deep level which is really what we need and things in, in this world you give them a safe place to open up and you know relate to you don't you 
Yeah, yeah, and especially girls and young and young women, even as women age, if they haven't resolved their their subconscious blocks and their fears and the imposter syndrome and you know and trying to be perfect at everything and how to have it all and um, you know be the super mom, which I you know I all from my own personal experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, until you find a way uh, to look within yourself and really um, tackle those things head on, it's it's really hard to to um, to conquer life with with all of that built in within all those pressures. You. I, you know. I've heard before, and I and I stand by this, that you are perfect just the way you are. I wonder for you, in terms of your own um, self-development, if you like, what it felt like to suddenly come to the realisation that I am good enough just exactly how I am. What sort of empowerment and good feeling did you get from that experience? Um, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, at, you know, uh, there's multiple levels to this, multiple layers as you... Um, start to heal one layer, something else will come up, and then you start to heal that layer. So I, you know, I think as long as we're on this earth um, in this lifetime, I think this process is just never ending. Um, which I don't mean it to sound, uh, you know, sad and dismal, no, but you know, as not. you <laughs> yeah. uncover each layer, it just opens up a whole new world that you, you didn't even know existed. We're going to talk about the Chaos Guru and a lot of your wonderful work there and how that came to be in a moment. But I wonder, given all the external uh, world pressures at the moment, how do you perceive the world? And uh, when you feel these pressures, um, do you just switch off? How do you manage your your experience, your life's experience? Yeah, and um, thank you for mentioning the, the chaos. Um, so, you know... At, at multiple points in my life, I thought there was just way too much chaos, and I kind of bunched all the chaos into one category, and I was trying to run from it, hide mm-hmm. from it, dismiss it, ignore it, you know, pretty It'll much do everything that normal people do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, suppress it. <laughs> kind of just hoping that it'll go away on its own, you know, if I just pretend like it doesn't exist, and of course, as you can imagine, not, none of that worked. Um <laughs> <laughs> but you know like I said everything happens for a reason so I started um, looking at you know is it is, is all chaos bad or is it only some types of chaos and that's actually how I came up with my own um, framework for chaos so mm-hmm. what I started realizing was that there's there is um, the, the chaos that you really don't want in your life but there's also chaos that you actually do want in your life um, a good chaos with that, a good chaos, and I refer to it as the surfer board chaos. Like you know, if you if you're a surfer, you're riding the wave, um, uh, like an ocean wave. Then mm-hmm. you have this adrenaline pumping. You're super excited. You're, um, you know, you, you just you're have alive. this. You're, you're alive, um, and you can see the shore. You know, this is like you love doing it. This is what you want to do. But there's always a sense of fear or anxiousness or nervousness um, within the surfer because yes. you really don't know what's going to happen. Um, you, you might fall off. You The wave might be too big and you didn't anticipate that. There might be a shark somewhere. You, you just never know. But what you do know is that you're doing the right thing. You're doing something you love. You can see the end goal there. Um, and this is what keeps you alive and motivated and fulfilled. Um, now, that is the good chaos in your normal life as well. When you have that opportunity, that dream, that goal that you're going for, it can seem a little scare, scary at first, 
um, you know, what if I do achieve that goal? Then what's going to happen? Um, and that nervousness of public speaking. There, there's a reason, you know, if you know that, hey, I really want to tell my story, but I'm, I'm a little scared because, you know, what do people think about me? But that's the good chaos. Like, yeah, that's okay. You can have that sense of nervousness or, or fear, but you know this is the right thing to do for the right reason. So you want to invite that chaos in and then push past that panic point so it opens up a whole new world for you. This appears to be, uh, I guess, on the surface of it, not knowing much about it, a lot to do with mindset and living in the now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, mindset is definitely part of the experience. Um, I talk a lot about the mindset and the ugly chaos because that, that is where um, rewiring your brain um, really comes into place. And um, what I love to teach is being in cyber, also being in wellness, um, and a mom of three, you know, mm. I really don't have time to do this uh, one-hour hypnosis or meditation or anything that takes a really long amount of time. Um, so what I got really uh, specialized in doing is just quick uh, activities and techniques that only take two minutes, five minutes max mm -hmm. throughout the day. And then the cumulative effect of doing that throughout the day is really what makes a huge, uh, a massive uh, impact on, on your life. You talked about, um, you know, anxiety before and allowing that feeling, you know, coming over you, that's okay. Um, I, I guess anxiety and fear are next door neighbors. Um, how do we manage fear in our lives? What, what is your approach with actually dealing with yeah. fear? So, um, Fear, in my opinion, is, is a needed, um, it's, it's nothing, you shouldn't fear fear. Mm, yep. <laughs> um, and the reason for that is it's, it's, it's meant for a reason. It's basically life or death. Um, that's really the, the main purpose of fear. There's physical danger. Um, because if you didn't have fear, then you'd just be walking across, you know, middle of a highway because uh, there's nothing to fear. Um, but th that's really the, the sole purpose of it. We tend to um, use fear in pretty much everything. If, if there's in, uh, emotions or um, even from a mental state perspective, and that's where we go a little bit too far, mm -hmm. um, in, especially in the Western world. We're really afraid of just emotions. Um, you know, what if somebody says this, like, okay, well, that's not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an emotion. Um, and sometimes we need that fear as a catalyst for our growth because it teaches us where do we need the most amount of work. So if we're actually fearing an emotion, then that just means that there's a lot of subconscious level work um, and mindset level work that we'd have to do from within us because somebody else might not fear that. Um, and why is that? Or somebody, we're, we're always uh, looking to change the external world. Um, somebody said that and I, and I felt bad. Well, somebody can say that exact same thing to somebody else and they don't feel bad. So it's not what they said, it's just how you're processing that and you're reacting to it. And if you're reacting to it badly, that just means that there's uh, something within you that's uh, that's reacting to that. Maybe there's a trigger that uh, um, that relates to a subconscious block. Maybe it triggers your sense of purpose or your your sense of value mm -hmm. or um, you know not feeling needed. So I would use fear as just kind of um, 
just the voice. It, it doesn't have to be this loud, humongous voice and, and we all live off of a fear-based mindset. It could just be a voice. Okay. And, you know, talk to it. I, you know, it's going to sound really uh, crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and people are always looking at me like you talk to yourself. I'm like, you know, you actually talk to yourself uh, all the time, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, you're talking negatively to yourself. So all I'm saying is talk positively to yourself. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to be positive all the time. You just have to kind of ask, like, what is, what am I really fearing? Um, if it's just, if it's just kind of precautionary methods, then okay, just thank it. Okay, thanks for bringing that to my attention. Now you can reduce your volume a little bit, and then I'll increase the volume of my, um, uh, of my pot. You know, my yeah, Absolutely. yeah. This is wonderful. I'm loving the content. Thank you so very much, uh, Jyoti, for sharing. Now I, I see that. You know, we've really just talked about the personal aspects of how we can navigate these feelings. But in terms of your work with corporates and organisations where there is a very structured approach to the decision making process and involvement and, you know, tiers of responsibility, does this uh, this chaos change um, in terms of the approach or is it very much the same? Yeah, um, great question. So the chaos doesn't change but the way we um, uh, speak their language changes. So if I brought in energy healing and hypnotherapy to their corporate setting, you know, You're they might out. kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I might totally not relate to them at all. Yeah. Um, so what I started doing is bringing, um, bringing it at a very um, minutia level, so it's easily digestible uh, techniques and um and really give them the why. Because um, me, being a, a corporate professional and executive as well, I, I, I always wanted to know the reason why. So why do I have to do this this way? Or what, what exactly is it doing? And when you know yeah. the reason why and how it actually affects your body, you'd be more prone to actually following through with it. Um, so that's, that's where I came up with the um, two-minute, three-minute, um, maximum up to five-minute um, techniques. Because I know... We're talking about busy individuals. They have a thousand other things on their plate. Um, they're trying to put out fires on a daily basis. Plus, they have their home life as well. So no one wants to hear about, oh, take these worksheets and do more homework on yourself, and then now go to the mountains and meditate for two hours. Like, <laughs> no one's going to follow that. Nobody's going to listen to that. <laughs> well, I, I, can I ask, I wonder if we can just, as a parent, um, and as a parent myself, I'm always interested in the development of my children for for their best selves. How does this apply, This the chaos guru approach apply to your own children? And how can they benefit sure. from it? Yeah, so I use my own kids as uh, my guinea pigs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tried using my husband and didn't, it didn't, it didn't work. So well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know all my passwords. I'm not telling you anything more. <laughs> He doesn't realize I can still find out pretty easily, but, you know, <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> um, yeah, so everything I teach is all natural, all holistic, um, mm. and, and it's easily digestible, so it's easy for kids um, to do as well. And, and I try to make it as fun as possible. Um, so if they don't like doing something, then I try to put it in such a way that um, – it's easy for them to understand or use comic characters. Um, like there's this one philosophy called positive intelligence. Um, and they talk about the saboteurs versus the sages. 
Um, and when I try to run that by the kids, like they're like, oh, I don't know what that is. I'm like, oh, how about Darth Vader and the Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, yeah Darth yeah. Vader's the bad guy. I'm like, yes, it. yes, exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and and really, it, it has the same. You can teach, you know, really complicated topics um, in just such simple terms, and I use similar philosophy in the corporate wor uh, world as well. Just bringing it in a language that they understand, but it's still the same concepts that I would teach in, uh, in, a, in a different atmosphere or environment. I'm loving it. Thank you so much. I, I'd love to talk about your authorship uh, work in a moment, but I'd also like to talk about, um, you know, this is about mind, body and soul and holistic approach to wellness. Um, I wonder, what does, uh, I guess, somebody's routine look like, should look like, and what are some of the types of foods that they should use to, to nourish themselves? What is your take on that? Sure. So one quick um, technique I can, uh, this is my absolute favorite, and everyone seems to love it, is called um, the piece begins with me fingers. Um, so I could just show it really quick. And this is great for kids as well, especially mm -hmm. young kids. Yep. So you just kind of tap your fingers. Um, you can do it on both hands or one hand. So you just tap your uh, pointer finger to your thumb, then your middle, your ring, and then your pinky. And you just keep going like that, you know, um, for a couple of minutes, and try to really focus on, you know, the tips of your fingers. So as thoughts come in, you want to just slowly, you know, just acknowledge them and release them, and then bring your attention just back to your fingers and the feeling within your fingers. And you could also use the um, mantra, peace begins with me. me. Peace begins with me. Peace begins with me. And what that does, it basically trains your mind to um, acknowledge the fact that everything begins with you. Um, and especially peace, you can replace the word peace with calm or love or um, any, any of those positive, uh, uh, and anything that makes you remember and bringing it back to within mm -hmm. you. Um, and it also takes your mind off of the 10,000 other things um, oh, yeah. that you probably have going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then just tapping your fingers, um, it causes your nerve endings on your fingers to um, get activated. So that then causes your whole energetic system to uh, to get more into a state of balance and, and ease and, and flow. I love it. I um I have a, a personal interest in Reiki. I've followed it for many years. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about that side of yourself um, because I know that you're a Reiki master amongst other things. And um, talk us through that side of your life. Yeah. So that um, started. Uh, with the birth of my third baby, long story short, um, I had a negligent OB that left me almost paralyzed and oh. bedridden for about a year wow. <laughs> um, after uh, it was a C-section. And mm -hmm. um, it took me about two and a half years to really get back to uh, 100% um, where I can actually move and dance again and, and just be myself. Um, but because of that um, experience, um, at some point in time, I was actually given six weeks to live because it was just, in a, just dire shape. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I know this is uh, get much not worse, the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went from being my best day with my third baby being born to being, you know, 
uh, being given six weeks to live, which, uh, which was a drastic uh, turn to mm. the other side. Um, but, you know, I, that is what made me um, really look into holistic uh, and alternative um, medicines and therapies. And, um, and really, I didn't take any sort of prescription medicine after I started that journey. And I was able to get myself past the the six weeks um and also just really recover fully and probably in the best shape uh, and health and wellness in my life than i've ever been before um so one of those modalities was energy healing and, and reiki um, so i'm a true believer that 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 really did help me heal from all of my um you know everything that the ob had done um and at some point in time when, when i started feeling much better then I started learning a lot of these modalities for, for myself so I can now, um, you know, help others. Yeah, I love that, you know, the idea of the chakras and, you know, energy healing through symbolism and, and, and all of those wonderful things that are involved with Reiki. Thank you for sharing. Now, I'd love to talk a little bit about uh, your authorship. Can you share us a little bit about that? Sure. So, um, yeah, I love writing. Um, I've been writing since I was, I was a kid, and it's another way that I love, like to express myself. Uh, one through the performing arts and the other one to, through writing. Mm -hmm. So I have two books coming out. Um, one is in uh, October, I believe. So I'm actually, I wrote a chapter in a larger book um, where we had 25 authors come together and each of us wrote, wrote a chapter. Um, would you like to, it's, um, it's by Laura DeFranco and it's called The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing, uh -huh. um, volume three. Um, and so my chapter is about bringing the, uh, um, uh, using chaos as your superpower to become, um, badass leaders. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's the first book. And then I have my own book coming out, um, most likely in January of 2021, um, with, uh, everything about chaos. Uh, so, uh, most likely it's going to be called chaos loves you. So let's love it back. <laughs> Um, we're re we'll, we'll really go a lot uh, further in detail on the ugly chaos, the bad chaos, the good chaos, and how, you know, um, multiple different uh, tips and techniques on how to release the, the ugly, become aware of the bad, so we can change it into the good, and then how to invite the good chaos. I, I have a very special place in my heart for book authors because I know it in it in and of itself, is a, it is a journey to write a book. Do you find the, the process easy for you to write or is it something you've had to learn? I, hmm, that's a great question. I, I love writing. I think what happens is when I, uh, when I start to write the book, then, you know, you, you put so much pressure on yourself for making it <laughs> the best book possible that yep. then it just almost stops you from writing. <laughs> yeah, you become paralyzed. Um, yeah, so I really did need some some coaching and some uh, someone to really help me uh, help me get going and 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 kind of release my own blocks when it, when it came to writing. Um, and so I actually end, ended up using um, a, a ghostwriter for for my main book, not for the chapter. The chapter was a lot easier because um, yeah. it's just one chapter. Yeah. Um, but for the main book, and it, it, even though we were kind of taking turns with the writing, at least if there's someone there to uh, to lay out the, the basics that I can then take to, um, you know, edit and, and, um, write it like more elaboratively. So I think it's just, I just needed someone to keep, 
keep me going, not lose motivation, and not make it perfect. And you know, they're they're there to kind of do all that editing at, at the end. It's nice to have somebody who has experience behind you, and I think this is what uh, is important on this call is to to know that uh, you are there. Now, I've seen on your your website some wonderfully warm feedback about the work that you're doing now when people get to your website, what is the process that they you will take them through as part of uh, the Chaos Guru program? Sure. So the first thing would be to just book um, what I call a Chaos Clarity call. Um, and it's just a 60-minute call, and I can guarantee within the call itself you will have some clarity on all the chaos that's going on in your life. And um, I do offer individual and corporate programs where it's, it's a really transformational program um, that will, uh, that uh, for, at the corporate level, it boosts the, um, the success, happiness, um, and just morale of teams. And it gets them to that, that point where um, uh, they're really able to identify with themselves and others um, uh, from an authentic point, point of uh, way. Um, and then for individual level, since I've gone through, I basically use all the techniques and modalities and tools um, that have really worked for me going from trauma to um, triumph. And uh, and that's what I uh, take people through as well. So any sort of trauma that they've gone through in their life, mm -hmm. um, chronic pain, even um, certain uh, diseases, like a, a, a you know, a dis-ease of the body. Yes. Um, you're, we're able to find out that through all of these natural and holistic methods, you're, you're really able to, um, you know, to release, to release all of this disease from your body to, to, um, to really catapult your, your life in, in a positive direction. There's, there seems to be obviously the corporate environment that you work with as well as on a personal level. level. Um, what, are, what are some of the time frames? Are there sort of set times that you can expect to see or feel a change? Is it, is it, is it, a, is it a long process? So <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, it depends. So if you're a child, because uh, I do work with children as well, and you've only been doing, uh, you know, putting the bad feel into your body for five years, mm -hmm. it should be a fairly quick method to release that bad feel and put in the good feel. If you're 40, then, you know, you've been putting that bad feel into your system for 40 years. So it's, it's not going to be, you know, a... a an overnight shift mm. but uh, the program is, is eight weeks and it seems like oh I know I've had some people you know tell me oh eight weeks I'm like well how long have you been doing this to yourself <laughs> yeah. um, and how bad is your pain and how badly do you want to release that pain um, so if you think about it eight weeks is, is nothing compared to how many years you've actually been um, using that bad fuel um, but even within the eight weeks, um, even within the first week, uh, with the exercises and the techniques and just the, the boost that you're getting to your system, you'll start noticing a difference. So it doesn't take too long. Well, there seems to be an opportunity to unlearn and unwind some of the past through this process. Now, importantly, uh, where are people going to find you if they want to learn more? Sure. My website's um, www.jothidugar.com. That's J-O-T-H-I-D-U-G-A-R.com. And it should be fairly straightforward. There's a uh, chaos clarity call right in the middle of the page. Um, that would be the easiest way to, to touch base with me and, and to fill out the questions so we could really um, work together on, on uh, 
you know, uh, helping you transform your life and or your organization as well. Thank you so very much for sharing. Everybody who's on the call with me today, as is customary, I will be making the links back to Jyoti and all of her wonderful content on her website at jyotiduga.com. No matter where you see this call, you will find the links back to Jyoti. Jyoti, you are a wonderful individual, a warm and wonderful soul. Thank you so very much for sharing your message on the My Future Business Show today. Thank you so much for having me. It It was my pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.